We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And welcome into our number two of the uh, 31st anniversary show for the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Glad you decided to begin your Saturday morning with us. And uh, thanks to all of those new listeners that we're starting to get, people who are getting back into or starting to fish, and I'm sure there'll be an increase in, in hunting also. Uh, a lot of other things have been under restrictions, but getting out into the great outdoors has not been slowed down. In fact, it's been exacerbated quite quite uh, quite a lot of people going out there getting involved. All right, uh, however, it has caused the, the cancellation of a lot of organized outdoor events. You can still get out there and do it on your own, but uh, most of the rodeos have been canceled. Now, I understand that the faux pas rodeo is on today at Venice Marina, uh, they've kind of curtailed the weigh-in process. I don't think they're going to have a crowd down there. But uh, fishermen have been braving this last weather and going out there fishing. Hopefully we'll have some results on you for that next week. All right, we also have our bad boy segment coming up. And we've also got three field reporters. Uh, Captain Mike Gallo, who we are looking for a theme song. We're asking you to cast your vote uh, from one of our five nominations, which include Up, Up, and Away and My Beautiful Bay Boat. Uh, sung by Miss Louisiana, by the way. Also, I uh, want to go fishing. Uh, we have Gallows Pole, Born on the Bayou, and Eye in the Sky. Uh, we're getting some of these on my Facebook page. People are commenting with votes there, but most of them are coming in on that text line, so make sure you get yours in. We'll announce it before the end of the show. We're also going to hear from Mike in just a few minutes. We also have Brendan Bayard with a paddler's report for you kayakers. And we got Ryan Lambert, who is going to be happy about the River level uh, dropping down to 5.8, but probably not so happy with the weather we've been dealing with the last couple of days. So we'll get his fishing report. Did want to update you on, uh, let's see, the texter that texted me and told he was going home to grill the pheasant. He texted me back. He says, I was the person going home to grill that pheasant. What I do is cook with a deflector so the bird is not directly over the fire. I use my green egg, and I cook between 350 and 400 degrees. Also used an internal probe, and I cooked to 170. I'm with you on the 170. Be careful when you take it off the grill because the juice will run out of the cavity. I've yet to dry one out. That's from CJ. Well, thank you, CJ. I actually am a, a green egghead like you. I've got one I love to cook on it. And a deflector, and obviously you're cooking it whole if you said the juice runs out of the cavity. And, of course, the seasonings and spices is all up to the individual. But great natural flavor for a pheasant. The reason I asked him to explain how he grilled it, because they're very easy to dry out. And uh, I'll give that a shot because I have no shortage of pheasants in my freezer. And hopefully we'll get some more. Uh, Of course, we canceled our our August uh, Cajun invasion trip to Alaska. Uh, Some of the folks, I understand, are still going. 
Uh, we could not make the trip this year, but we do have a Cajun invasion plan to uh, South Dakota, so we'll be looking for that. All right, we also have some more of those votes coming in. Uh, let's see, here's one for, let's see, my budget scope for my 06. Can you, re- oh, okay, looking for a good budget scope for my 06. Uh, can you recommend one? That's from Bo. Uh, Bo, I'll try to get that to you and just text it right back to you in a little bit. All right, uh, also we've got, uh, well, I'm hoping that we can hear from uh, one of our uh, our. Uh, guest that will be in the season premiere of Bayou Wild TV. It starts on August the 6th, uh, the new season. Uh, Martha Spencer, the co-host, uh, producer, editor Chris Lecoq and I have been out, and we've gathered some pretty interesting features over the last couple of months, and we can't wait to kick these off. Uh, August 6th will be the starting day to hop, skip, and a yell to Cajun country. Then the following week, it's camera-worthy craftsmanship. We've got some duck decoy experts and uh, Kate Jenkins, a knife maker. It's incredible. And we've got cooking recipes from Chef John Foltz. Uh, then we got one for you non-boaters. No boat, no problem. We take you to Elmer's Island down in Grand Isle. You hear us talk about that a lot for some surf fishing. Also, if you're fishing with rookies, which is a lot of that is going on, uh, Captain Mike Gallo and I took a, some several rookies, and they did quite well. Also, Martha's got a, I'll tell you, a dynamite recipe, the Bang Bang Shrimp, Louisiana Fish Fries. And we've also got coming up on the last show in August of the new Season 5 called An Escape to Hackberry. Show you that Hackberry trip Captain Kirk and I did. Also visit the Creole Nature Trail, Part 1 and Part 2, historic place down there in southwest Louisiana around Rockefeller Refuge if you've never been there. And we go to our famous restaurant in downtown New Orleans, Coterie, with, for some char-grilled oysters. All that's coming up, Season 5, the, the August episodes, and we'll tell you what's coming up in the September and some of the later ones. But right now it's time for a break. When we come back on the other side, Captain Mike Gallo joins us without a theme song, but he'll have one next week. He's got a fishing report for us coming next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And it's time to talk to the field reporter without a theme song, but he will have one by the end of the day. I'm talking about Captain Mike Gallo. The returns are coming in hot and heavy. You can do it on my Facebook page, or you can simply text us at the Mortgage Financial text line. That's 504-260-1870. i got five choices for you. I'll run them down quickly. Give us the number or the name. Number one, up, up, and away in my beautiful bay boat. Number two, I want to go fishing. Number three, Gallo's Pole. Number four, Born on the Bayou. And number five, Eye in the Sky. Part of determining Mike's theme song. Mike, uh, I know you had a trip planned. It's late July, summertime. People love to get out and fish. Fishing's been good. People are getting out and doing that when they can't do other things. Did your trip today decide to forego because of the weather, or are you guys headed out? No, my trip decided to forego because of the large percentage of rain and uh, the very high water, and we've had some high winds. So we're going to push that trip down the road a bit, hope for a better day. Uh, Probably a wise choice. But if, in fact, uh, you had to go today, somebody had a trip, and they said, look, this is my last shot to do it. I realize we're not going to have a a full box today, but we just need to get out. What would you do today if somebody's bound and determined to go fishing under these conditions? Well, there's been some redfish in the marsh, along the intercoastal waterway. Intercoastal waterway is going to provide safe travel, um, you know, because there are some fairly high winds out that way. 
first thing I would do would look for clean water and bait fish activity. I'm probably going to fish under a popping cork. Those new loud popping corks are going to be really good for attracting attention and probably fish a little deeper than normal. I normally fish about 12 inches under a popping cork. I might move that down to 18 inches simply because the water's a little higher than normal. And I would approach it like spring where I would really pay close attention to my 10 or 15-minute rule. We find the conditions we're looking for, clean water, bait fish in the area, and give it a solid 15 minutes and move and continue that moving until you catch one. Uh, Let's say you catch one by a point with some current. So obviously the next place I want to go is going to be another area where there's some current movement, maybe a little more than what you've been fishing in. And uh, keep looking and hunting until you uh, get what you need or you run out of time. Got it. Uh, Mike, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, if we got two or three days of, of pretty stiff winds from the southeast and east, it would certainly bring the tides up. But due to the erosion of the marsh and, and structures that have been deflecting water from other areas, boy, it sure stacks up quick. What's the water like over there by Salt Bayou area right now? The water's been right at the bottom of my dock, which is about a foot to 14 inches higher than normal since about Wednesday. Now, we've also had high tide right around lunchtime each day, so obviously that contributed to the water height. Um, The good thing, if there is a good thing to high water and a rising tide during the middle of the day, is the grass and the marsh actually keep the water sort of clean. In other words, if you have an exposed bank and a lot of wave action, then that obviously muddies the water up. But when the water's up into the grass, you don't seem to have that much wave action, and the water will stay a lot more clean. So it's going to give you some areas that you can fish. You just got to, depending on your boat size, you know, find safe travels to and from the marsh. And like we talked about earlier, look for those clean water. Mike, uh, given the conditions we got right now, and I'm sure you got trips scheduled for the next few days, when you do get back out there and we're going to hopefully this water will recede, what would be the, the, the strategy when you go out next time after we've had this high water stacked up for a few days? Well, one of the good things um, also with this type of weather, a lot of cloud cover is going to bring the water temperatures down, and that's going to certainly get the fish a little more aggressive longer into the day. You know, the midday heating kind of shuts down the bite. So that should be extended when your water temperatures are a little bit cooler. But loud lures or loud corks where you can draw attention to yourself and get the fish's attention. Um, A lot of times during bad weather events, fish head for deep water. So your deeper bayous and channels will be where I'll start and fan out from there. In other words, I won't fish a pond deep in the middle of the marsh where the only access to that pond is a bayou that's only three feet deep. I'd much rather fish a pond that's closer to a bayou that's 12 to 15 feet deep, thinking those fish are going to move into that deeper water for protection during the bad weather. And then obviously when the bad weather is gone and those fish start to fan out, they won't move too terribly far from there and you'll be in their proximity. 
Sounds like a good plan. Mike, uh, they can find you, aaofla.com, also at dontheoutdoorsguy.com. Give us that telephone line, which you'll probably be available at today if somebody wants to give you a call. Sure, can answer any questions anybody might have. My cell number is 985-781-7811. All right, Mike, thank you so much, my friend. And next week when you come in, we're going to have a theme song for you. I'll let you know how the voting's going a little bit later on. Thanks so much, Mike. That'll be exciting. All right. Have a good day. Mike Gallo, his reports each week are brought to you by CETO. CETO CETO.com is how you can purchase it or give Captain uh, Chris a call, 504-301-4545. They'll bring you fuel. They'll tow you in 24-7, jumpstart you for electrical problems. But what you're really paying for, believe me, hopefully you'll never need to use it, but you'll have that peace of mind from CETO. That's CETO. Com. Up next, Paddler's Report. Going to be a tough day to paddle in all this wind. We'll get some uh, advice from Brendan Bayard. He's up next with the Paddler's Report. You're hearing it on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Uh, you better stroke east or west. If you're spoken south, you're going to have trouble. Even east, because we got a strong southeast wind blowing out there today, and it's going to present some problems for the paddlers in the kayaks and the canoes and the P-Rows. We have a special report for you. It's with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club and a presentation of Massey's Outfitters. You're going to find them in Mid-City, New Orleans, Covington, Baton Rouge. That's some of the best kayak fishing models from brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, and Native Watercraft. You can visit their website at MasseyOutfitters.com or check them out on Facebook. Brendan Bayard checks in with us right now. And, uh, boy, what a what a depressing weekend this is for paddlers, Brendan. Have you got any advice at all, maybe a little freshwater pond someplace to kind of tuck in out of this wind and we can bring a good rain suit with you? Yeah, um, I think you could probably duck into some of the areas that we like to duck into in the winter uh, that have the, the canal systems and the and the tree line banks to get out of this and just kind of, if, you, if you're really itching to get out and wet a line, uh, you know, the high water is going to be around. It's been, it's been here for a few days. It's probably going to be around for a couple more days, but, uh, you know, you just kind of, you know, when you fish on the weekends, you work during the week, you just kind of got to go when you want to want to get out and wet a line. And, uh, you know, if you're, if you're dead set on going today, you might, uh, try some places like, uh, over there across from Topwater Marina in Leeville, there's a you know a couple of uh, canals up that way. Uh, the Golden Meadow area is always nice on a windy day, especially uh, from the east. So uh, you have that whole uh, levee system and canal system that uh, you know if if you're fishing in a canal and the water goes up, it's not as detrimental as if you're fishing in an endless marsh system of of uh, duck ponds that uh, really can kind of drive you crazy when that water gets up a foot and a half and those redfish just really get into the inner uh, grass so far that you uh, it's, it could be almost impossible to find them. So uh, just a little bit challenging, uh, you know, situation today. We've We've all fished in high water if you've been fishing long enough, but, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of things that I like to do, uh, you know, you want to get a loud popping cork. And one of my go-tos on uh, high water days is the chatterbait. It makes a lot of vibration. Uh, it's it's easily castable, just like you're fishing, you know, tight line and plastics, but it just has so much flash, so much vibration. I, I seem to do a lot better on that when uh, given all the distractions of the high water and the wind and that kind of stuff. 
I love that chatterbait. It's like uh, having your hands on a mini uh, jackhammer. <laughs> that thing vibrates and definitely attracts the fish. Well, Brendan, uh, we mentioned Ride the Bull. Unfortunately, the very, very popular kayak tournament has been canceled. Uh, We've got a, a catch photo and release event on the calendar for the Lafayette Kayak Club. Where is that going to be, and is it still going to Slamboree? Yeah, so the uh, the Slamboree was scheduled uh, to be as normal in Leeville, um, Slam tournament uh, with the weigh-in, and then we had the second uh, spike in COVID. So we're going back to uh, kind of safe social distance tournament format. That's going to be CPR online. It's going to be statewide, so uh, you know anybody can you know fish re- really anywhere in the in the state. Catching a flounder trout and redfish, uh, you know, it might be, it might be a big lake tournament. You know, there's just so many nice flounder over there. But not to say that it can't be uh, successfully won uh, anywhere really in the state. Uh, anywhere that you have a consistency with flounder is where I would start because if you don't have that third fish, it's it's really hard to make up the inches with the other two. Redfish being capped at a normal slot red. So that really puts the driving force behind big trout and flounder. I'll be fishing that with my youngest son next week. And so uh, we're looking forward to uh, getting out and doing that. I'll probably head west just to get into some of those uh, big trout and flounder out that way. The salinity has been great in Big Lake. So once this water goes down, we'll probably be back to normal and have a good time. That would be my choice. I think the flounder fishing over there has really been as good there as anywhere in the state. All right, Brendan, before you go, catch, photo, and release. Give us the, the proper technique for someone that may be fishing one of those for the first time. How do you handle a fish? Take the photo. Where do you do it? Any special tips or advice you could give when you're just taking a picture of a fish and then releasing it? Yeah, um, you want to get a good board. Uh, the uh, check it sticks and the catch boards, K, catch with a with a K. Uh, those are the the popular boards right now for kayak fishermen. Uh, you know they might, I think they're probably thirty bucks, but uh, you know good lifelong uh, or lifetime kind of uh, built board uh, on aluminum. They got the little belly and and top folds on them to keep the fish centered in the board. Uh, you're going to want to. Um, I, I usually take my first fish with my lip gripper in the fish's mouth. It's uh, it's not as easy to get a good, clean picture of the nose on the board, but it's always better to have that first fish pick with the gripper in, in its mouth before, let, let's say, that it uh, you put your hand on that uh, fish and it goes a little crazy and accidentally scoots out of the boat. It's better to have that one with the uh, lip gripper in its mouth than the one that's uh, got away and you have nothing. So uh, I would always advise to take the first one with the gripper in his mouth. Secondly, you just kind of use that left hand to hold it against the uh, the elbow on the board. Hold that right hand up in the air as high as you can get it on a bull red. Unfortunately, sometimes you're going to have to get assistance with somebody holding the fish, or you might even have to beach the kayak to put the put the fish on the board and stand up in your kayak if it's really rough. Um, you know, a lot of times these tournaments where we have bull red fishing, everybody's real helpful and they, uh, help you take a picture while, you know, one person secures a fish on the board. One person takes the picture from, you know, four feet up to get, make sure that the tail and the nose is in the picture at once. Uh, after that, uh, you know, it's just a, it's just a luck game of, of getting the fish to calm down to get that tail turned. Some people bring hair bands to put on the tails of the bigger fish like the redfish to kind of squeeze them into uh, place 
But uh, other than that, you can usually kind of just slide your hand against the board on the back. That wet tail will kind of suck up against the uh, the board, and you'll be able to position it at an angle, get the most inches out of it you can, and uh, just kind of take a picture. As long as that fish is uh, pushed up against the edge of the elbow, you're you're good. It's a great equipment tip, although I don't usually have a hairband with me, but I would definitely use that, that little tip. And that could certainly make the difference on getting a good measurement on your fish. Brendan, thanks yeah. so much for the report. We appreciate it as always. Good luck to you and your son next week in the Slamboree. Hope to uh, hear that you, you come back a winner. All right. Thanks, Don. Take care. See you. Brendan Bayard, one of our two field reporters. Next week, you'll hear from Captain Eric Mohabarai. All right, up next, uh, you know, we got this case of a guy and a girl. I don't know whether it was a date or what, but it kind of went awry. And also going to update you on uh, what next week is going to mean for Kenan Constantine, a former bad boy. Coming back with that right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. You know, when I get a question on something and I do not have an answer, I often go to you, the audience, to help me out with that, and I'm going to do that right now. We have a listener who is looking for some saltwater fly fishing tackle and equipment. And I know some of the, the, the stores that generally deal with general fly, uh, regular uh, fishing tackle have some fly fishing gear, but evidently the Orvis store in New Orleans is looking for a place in the New Orleans area. Uh, is no longer open. There, there is an Orvis in Baton Rouge, but if anyone knows of a specialty fly fishing shop uh, in the metro New Orleans area, please text that to me at 504-260-187, and I'll pass that along to the listener. I, I know there used to be one in Slidell. I'm not sure that it's, it's open anymore. We had used to have quite a few of them, but they're kind of going by the wayside. Now, other than that, I would say maybe go online. I'm sure you can find what you want there. All right, right after this quick station identification pause is bad boy and girl of the outdoors time. That story is next after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, last Sunday night, a young couple from Sunset, Louisiana, after sunset, decided to go deer hunting, even though the season, of course, is closed. And had it been open, certainly not during nighttime hours or from the moving vehicle they were hunting from. On Monday, Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agents got a tip that Michael Alleman and Michaela Coulon were indeed successful the night before in bagging a nine-point buck in velvet. A 12-gauge shotgun and a 22 rifle were seized from and citations for hunting deer during those illegal hours, hunting deer during a closed season, and from a moving vehicle were written, and along with a $2,033 civil restitution replacement value, you see, nine-point bucks are pretty expensive to replace, could have convicted result in a total maximum fine of another $2,400 plus 120 days in jail, for 19-year-old Michael R. Alleman and 20-year-old Michaela A. Coulon, both of Sunset, Louisiana, our bad boy and girl of the outdoors. Uh, you know, another one of our uh, bad boy alumni, Kenan Constantine, is expected to plead guilty next week uh, to the Lacey Act violation for the killing of a whooping crane. And um, uh, yes, we're going to follow it through. And I've gotten some information, some letters that were sent to the judge on recommendations for penalties, and I'll share those with you a little bit later on after our fishing report with Ryan Lambert. So stay with me for that. Also, time is running short. Uh, you can uh, text that in to our Mortgage Financial uh, text line. 
That is at uh, 504-260-1870. And tell us your choice for the theme song for Captain Mike Gallo. Up, up, and away in my beautiful bay boat, number one. I want to go fishing, two, three, the Gallows Pole, four, born on the bayou, and five, eye in the sky. You can give us a number or a name. And I found out there's a fly fishing shop in Mandeville. <laughs> I didn't. I was just there this week. I didn't realize they had a specialty fly fishing for saltwater. Martian Bayou just opened a new store. They moved out of the French Quarter, and they're on Florida Boulevard in Mandeville. Soon to be carrying the Bayou Wild collection of T-shirts and caps, too. Check it out. See the Tibliers at the fly fishing shop at Martian Bayou is the name of it in Mandeville. Just opened up, had their grand open, I believe, last week. Back with more after this timeout. Yes, he is. He's the plastic man. He feeds uh, plastic to speckled trout like people feed uh, peanuts to pigeons in the park. I'm talking about Captain Ryan Lambert of Cajun Fishing Adventures. Ryan, you, you got to be excited about that 5.8 river, huh? Yeah, you, you, you're on your A game today, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, really? Well, thank you for that. Uh, peanuts to p- pigeons in the park. Come on. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. But now we got a big old t- title surge right now because of that east wind, which yeah, makes fishing so difficult. But when that goes down, it's it's on. You know, it's um, it's. I imagine we're gonna lose some aquatic vegetation over this. You know, uh, the the lilies all down river have already turned brown. As soon as that river hits six foot, that salt water comes in. Boom. Browns everything up. It's it's incredible to watch how everything works. You know, it's been a while since we've seen a five foot river, but the bull reds are just coming in like crazy. You know, they're easy to target, and people really like those. And catch a few of those, or you go after the trout first, and then go after the bull reds. So, you know, it just depends. Some people, that's all they come to do is fish bull reds, which is, you know, what an easy day. I mean, that's that's almost guaranteed. You know, you catch a few sharks, a few gaff tops and a bunch of bull reds that's a that's a good day of fishing yep and uh you know of course right now we got that high tide coming in and we got a, a very low river and hopefully it'll continue to drop what's the lowest you can remember the river ever dropping to one foot one foot in fact um wow uh, it must have been 15 years ago or so the river was one foot though they were having trouble getting the, the ships up and down places, the running the ground all up north, you know, the barges. It was it was crazy, but boy the fishing was good. You know, it's uh it if it does that, it, it, the the secret the secret number is three feet at the Carrollton gauge in New Orleans. When it's three foot, I mean things really the river, the saltwater wedge will start coming in. The, uh, you know, you'll catch stuff like you'll start catching stripers and, and uh, hybrids and bass and, and redfish, jackrabbit, all, all with a crank bait in the river. And then come November 1st, the trout start pouring in. They'll come in, you know, sometime in October, way down river, like in the spillways and all. They'll come in, you know, October, November 1st, when if it's at three foot or lower, they'll come all the way up even further north than Buras. And you talk about fun because it's fishing ledges and drop-offs and behind eddies. It's more technical and it's deeper fishing, and it is just plain fun. It's, it's been, uh, let's see, since 2012 was the last time we had a river low enough to do that. So hopefully this year will be the year. I remember one year, it, 
they were even having problems with salt water on the intake of some of the uh, the water that was coming out of the river. You know, city of New Orleans and other areas get their water from the Mississippi River, and it was uh, it was contaminated with salt water because the river was so low and it backed up so far into that area. But uh, yeah, also, what does it do for the bass river. fishing? Well, the the bass are man, they've been catching them for months and months. There's so many bass, and the river's been high for so long. We had not had a storm to kill them off, so there's tons and tons of bass. But, you know, you want to go on a falling tide. You can go any time, but the best time is when there's a falling tide. You you know, right now you have to catch it on the, the first week of the new tide, the first few days. It'll be falling all day. After that, you have to go in the evening and catch it, you know, just the last few hours of the evening when it gets the black water starts coming out. And it's fun, but as the river comes down, the bass will come out of all those old horses. They'll they'll come into the river. You can catch them in the river. It's uh, it's going to be a fun fall if it stays low. But you never know what it's going to do. But we're going to take advantage of it right now. You know, we were catching some decent trout, and then the wind came up and took it away, all of it away from us this week. But um, you know, the week after the storm passes today, and it's kind of calm right now, so. We'll get after it uh, again, but I'd really like to get on those trout hard. Hey, you know we have not talked about Nolejase lately. What's going on down at your uh, your, your um, lodge in Mexico? Nolejase, it's um we're we're gonna open up the uh, the white wing season opens up August fourteenth, and we're gonna we're gonna be going down. I think what we're gonna do this year is we're gonna charter some. King Airs and go right into. We have a runway on the on the right there in the driveway. We got a five thousand foot runway, so I think we're just going to charter planes. That way, we won't deal with the border. We won't deal with anything. We fly from Baton Rouge right into the lodge, and uh, I'm going to go down August thirtieth. I'm going to bring a group down, and I'm going to go back on uh, December thirteenth. I'm going to do ducks, geese, dove, and quail. Then, and there's been some rain down there, and this storm might bring even a little bit more rain, which is going to really help the quail population. You get uh, we had 12 inches of rain in the last two months, and that really helps. You know, when there's bugs, those quail start laying eggs, and oh, you talk about fun. <laughs> and if the Mississippi River is dry this year, we're gonna have a lot more ducks in Louisiana and in Mexico because there's gonna be a l- less places for them to be. You know, in the last few years, the whole Mississippi Valley has been underwater, and they can disperse and go anywhere. This year, it's gonna be a little more consolidated and we're going to have more ducks this year if it stays like this i can't wait i hope you i hope you're right hope you're right <laughs> yeah, ryan if somebody wants to get a hold of you and find out about the uh the trips down to mexico and also the trips you offer out of cajun fishing adventures you got a great website cajunfishingadventures.com and give them that old telephone number that you keep with you and answer on a regular basis too oh yeah they can call me on my cell at 504 504- Five five nine five one one one, and uh, the dove hunting is you know it's like crazy out. The limit's a hundred. There you go. That'll, that'll be out. <laughs> That's how much fun you gonna have twice a day, and just man, it's it's a good time. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.